0: It's going life out here. What the hell's
1: going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we haven't done something that silly for a while. For a while. That was just oh. so much noise. It was just too much noise. It's very loud. That's do you know right. what? I am I do get scared sometimes when I edit this and then I, I get concerned that I don't cut it out and then That's the end of Akari <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. You know what you know what the Russian hackers and bots are thinking out there? They're like, Oh, we have some dirt in 'em. You know the I mean? way that's the way yeah. journalism is. You know, you get a job and you're like, This is my life's work and then someone goes, Remember that tweet you said in two thousand and twelve when you said that this was silly, you know, and you're like, Oh, well there it goes.
0: Yeah, well that's well to be honest, let's face it, most journalism now is just lads getting a tweet and writing seven thousand words on it. Mm.
1: Yeah. We well, we've been known to diagnose and break down tweets. Oh yeah. Anyway Um I'm at the D NFL. Um on on the Twitter box, you are at Darrell J O'Brien. Notice something different about me, Daryl? You look a bit, uh, a
0: little bit more manly than usual, right? Right. What was the telltale sign? A bit more rugged. A bit Didn't more. You? Yeah. A bit more. What did you say? Rugged. Cool. No. It's
1: a cool. Yeah, I had an unbelievable. The thing is, here's here's the secret, right? You know this thing of like if you get silver jewellery or, um, what else is there? I don't know. Spray on some. Savage, and you become more manly. Sauvage. I had the yeah. most manly day two days ago. Most manly. Yeah. Let me hit you with this piece of business, right? So, I had to bring the eldest to school, right? Yeah. So we have a. I have this little runaround car. I won't mention what it is because that's not the manly part. That that actually sort of that goes
0: against. No, that t- would take away. away that would take away from the manliness. So yeah.
1: we have we have the SUV for the ki- for the kids, and we throw them in, and then we have my little runaround, right? Which is a guilty pleasure car. I'm not ashamed of it. Not ashamed of it. No, um, I'm not ashamed
0: of it. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed I mean, of it. I mean, some people have smaller ones. Some people have bigger ones. You just have mm-hmm. a small one. Yeah, really small.
1: So, hold on. Wait a minute.
0: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. All oh, right. Um. So,
1: yeah, I went. We. So, uh, you know, I've just run around, right? But obviously, we don't drive it a lot during the summer because Joan's a teacher. She's off. So, we use the big car and then the little car. So, I... Um, here's, I guess this adds to the manliness so I had to check the tyre pressure in my Ooh. motorbike so I got this little digital tyre pressure machine thing and I hooked not it up manly. not like, manly and this is, not man- not this is not actually manly. kind of an idiot thing to do I plugged it into because it only works on a 12 volt which is annoying so I plugged that into the little car and I adjusted the tyre pressure and zoomed off. Great. Oh dear. Right? Next morning, obviously, you see where this is going. I get into the little car to bring the big fella to school where we only live like 800 metres away from the school, but it's a windy road anyway. um, So I was like, we'll stick him in the car, get him there quick. Got into the car. Battery was dead, bro. Dead. Oh. So I had to stick him on a scooter, little scooter. um, And you know literally run full speed wind through my pirate style hair uh, all the way at school right manly number one i had to get home get on my motorbike right then i realized that was low on fuel because life and then i had to drive to the fuel station and put petrol in my motorbike which is let's face it it's the most manly thing ever especially when you take off the helmet and the hair falls ever so i I fueled it up then i had to get jump cables got home jump started my own car and uh, then I drove and, and collected my other son from school. I mean, is that not the most manly? I, I think in our profession, where we sit in an office and stuff, that's probably the, the pinnacle of... It's not like, you know, days of yore when people used to shoot other people in the face in wartimes. That's probably my ceiling now. That's imagine. a
0: pretty... Well, the fact that we're describing it as the most manly day ever, though, is probably the reason why it's not.
1: Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have said that in a bit. Yeah. Maybe just take pictures and put it on the gram do it on the
0: gram well everything's
1: for the gram let's everything's face it for the gram yeah um how are you bro um any manly days for you i mean did you look at any, every day um, is a manly
0: day for me i just yeah. save lives yeah my day-to-day life i just save lives i mean i'm business 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 all the time Life yeah. saving
1: yeah well and i mean you relate related to the podcast because we're wrestling a bear should we talk about the 53 man um roster no. the initial
0: no. roster any surprises are you surprised about any of it no i think we just leave it there but... are you happy are you happy
1: yeah, look, all of it made sense. There was some... Do yeah. you know what? When it first dropped, there was some like, oh, that's interesting. And then they all just landed back in the practice squad. So then you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah fair yeah. enough. Um, Somewhere wasn't expected. Should we run through position by position or is there anything you want to say beforehand? I don't think we really oh. need to talk about... Charles Woodson um, getting to the Packers Charles getting to the Packers Charles. Hall of Fame because he's already in the well, Hall of Fame and he was
0: going to go there like yeah, yeah I mean it's sort of like why did it take you so long guys yeah
1: foregone conclusion style stuff yeah
0: Um, which one would you prefer do you think I mean it's a bit of a stupid question which Hall of Fame would you want to be in more I think you know, obviously you want to be in the big one you know mm. Yeah, it depends though, because like you, you look, if you
1: have these players who are never going to make the Hall of Fame, and they get into the Packers Hall of Fame, and that's just as good. Um, and you do get enshrined in the you know the Packers, um, Hall of Fame. You know the Hall of Fame tour thing, and you yeah, see all yeah. the sort of bronze balls uh, up there. Um, bronze um, anyway, balls. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Obviously, the the Hall of Fame is the pinnacle because it's in there. But um, let's you know what though, let's face it as well. Any of these halls, it's a fantastic accolade for you and your family. But after a while, Daryl, people kind of forget who you were anyway. You know, and that's yeah. I guess that's the point of being enshrined in this place because yeah. of your achievements. No, but, like, history kind of marches on. I'd imagine there's there's so many people, especially sort of recent fans, and, and me and you included, you know, players that we'd go in. And I think we'd have a fairly good knowledge from covering the Packers, but, like, just players you go in and you see a brass ball and you see a name and you see a face that barely resembles the
0: person. And
1: you go, eh, you know, like, it's... They yeah. don't really remember. like Tom, the only thing
0: is, what what's good about the Hall of Fame is that it gives you an opportunity to look at it and go, "Who's this guy?" And you know, mm-hmm. you will start doing a little bit of research on them. And you know, they're not. I mean, there is that sort of sad statistic that people say that you, you're only remembered for four generations, and then you're forgotten. Yeah, and I just mean that as humans in general. It's so yeah. pretty sad. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Like, <laughs> and then there's other reasons why you get wiped out. Um, you know and you don't get remembered like if you look at shakespeare they keep him in schools then you look at pg woodhouse and he was ostracized back in war times yeah. and then you know and he was seen as like the best uh, literary figure since shakespeare and then does anyone know who he is no like it's just and i just find that shocking that someone could be so popular in one era i yeah. mean you know back to the nfl if you look at the likes of johnny blood mcnally and all that like just mm, these great yeah, characters and no one like tony canaday was a major one i mean he was and don hudson you know, there's barely any ah, tape on done. these guys because you, you see, you can't blame people for not getting invested in the players because they've no
0: footage of them. What are they going to do? Go back and read old timey papers? You know, they don't have. Mm-hmm. But that's what's what's amazing about those. And I mean, we know this from the Irish background where we, you know, Irish people are ridiculous about history and we tend to remember things and people go down in folk memory. Mm. So it's really cool that those guys, there's no tape on these guys, but they're still legends because of what they did. And if anything, because there's no tape, everything gets blown up. So it's a bit like, you know, when, when Munster beat the All Blacks back in Diddley. Um, and, like, there was only, what, 6,000 people there. And I think 160,000 people in Munster claimed to have been there. You yeah. know, that's one of those yeah, things yeah. that it grows it grows with the telling, which is the best part of storytelling.
1: And look at the, the beginnings of the Green Bay Packers. I mean, everyone goes on like, yeah. oh, it's such a romantic story. But if you think about it, if a bunch of lads got together and formed a team in Wicklow Town, or my favourite, Scuntorp, and decided to create a relatively new sport... You know, no we one's looking at those. We probably go us. to
0: Scunthorpe at some point, by the way. Maybe. Because we just Amazing. use Scunthorpe as like our go-to place. It's
1: the name. It's the SC. It's like Scallions. it's just, just don't like the name. Scallions. Gross. Scunthorpe. Yeah. Scunthorpe. It's like... What's that one? Um... Oh, Staines, <laughs> you know, is that a place? Oh, yeah. That's a place. Isn't it you it know, is a place. We'll find out now that seventy percent of all of our listeners are from Scunthorpe and Staines, um, and it'll it'll drop off the face of the earth. But I think oh, the best uh, one, Milton Keynes. Oh, you're going to be close to Do home. Do you remember
0: now. that? Uh, Who's that lunatic, Marilyn Manson? He did a he did a concert <laughs> in Milton Keynes. Can you? Ma- I just want to be there when he's going, "Hello, Milton Keynes," <laughs> and everyone going, "Yeah!" <laughs> know
1: where it is yeah milton keynes i don't know there's an awful lot of it's weird when you look at the um you know the fan sort of thing where everyone's from a lot of people from milton keynes it it seems to be bigger than we believe it to be in ireland Um. so yeah we've just completely completed 99 percent of the um the fan base we've just ticked them all off are
0: you all are you all offended sorry about that
1: probably um so let's go on to this roster daryl um yeah quarterback I would say there's no surprises but you know the fact that Aaron Rodgers is here was a massive surprise Um, preseason yeah. all gone and forgotten. Do you, what's your feelings about Kurt Benkert? I mean he look we kind of we're going to spoiler alert he makes the practice squad. Yeah, he makes the practice squad. Was, yeah. you know, he's a nice story there but it's very X factorish isn't it? It's very kind of like we're invested in him and he seems like a great guy. Um, but I would say it's one of those. It's like Reggie Beggleton. It's one of those stories that seems bigger in preseason
0: yeah. and the run-up than it actually is. Do you know? Yeah, it's one of those ones where it was a foregone conclusion. You know, at the beginning of the se- at the beginning of the preseason, you'd gone, yeah, it's going to be the two lads and Kurt in practice squad, and then mm. he gets a look in. You go, actually, he's a bit of a goer. This is really good. Imagine, it would be amazing? Why not have three quarterbacks? What happens if something happens? You see, Jordan Love, he's he got injured there. You know, maybe he's prone to injuries. We don't know. Maybe yeah. get on, and then you go nice nah, back. In
1: practice, yeah, it's, but yeah it's just as we thought it would be. And so I mean, they're even know. talking to Kurt yeah. Benkert Oh, you you know, you fight. Is there a competition for the second one? And Goody was like, no, Matt Lafleur, no, Kurt Benkert no. And then it happens. People yeah. like,
0: oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah.
1: It's just you know, I, I think this the talking point really was that he got more playing time than he ought to. So yeah, than he expected, they, that yeah. anyone expected, and yeah. that they might not have had. The luxury of being able to keep him on the practice squad, and that's all it all it is. The, I guess the interesting thing about this dynamic now is, is that Jordan Love knows that he's activated on game day. Um, he knows that if Rodgers goes down he's definitely in the game you know there's yeah, no sort of like uh, and again I hated that narrative like oh I couldn't even beat out the guy for the second quarterback job uh, everything the Packers did in my opinion was absolutely 1000% correct you don't want a rookie yeah, yeah. first round pick nope. in there and then having the thing of of coming in and all that type of stuff so look they, they did right um, by doing what they did last year this year absolutely no surprise Kurt Bencourt, Kurt is going to be a non-story unless something catastrophic yeah. happens and even then you'd imagine that the Packers would actually bring in a veteran at that stage oh, I think they would I think that's what of, they
0: do they just bring someone back in I mean I still don't see Kurt getting anywhere near it but no
1: um, running backs um, an interesting one almost do you know what And uh, let me just say this off the bat there doesn't it seem that um, you know the team has been throughout this whole thing and I, there's some small mini surprises I guess But basically, the roster and the practice squad is literally Goody bringing back as many of the players that he can from the original people that he trusts and knows and doesn't want to take a punt on on many people. And if they are in position... Like, for instance, he went with six wide receivers, right? We were talking about, oh, who's going to win that last spot? When really... Right, it was Malik Taylor. Right, shocker. Yeah. Um, And I guess it was a bit because Devin Funches was in there, he gets injured and waved and there was that yeah, sort yeah. of little storm of yeah. the comment that he made, uh, whether, you know, with that factor into Reggie Begelton, we're like, oh, would he make Juwan
0: Winfrey look good, ESB? It was kind of a shocker when they, they dropped him, but yes, they got him back yeah. in the practice squad. I didn't, ex- I didn't see it coming. I didn't see that one coming. That was one, of, that's the biggest shock, I think, for me. Yeah, because, I mean, that was Plus, the... yeah. We get down to it now in practice squad, but, or, you know, in, or the special teams, but I, that was the... That was the one that I was going, ooh, didn't see that coming.
1: Yeah, because, and again, it sort of showed balls in a way. It's the same with the J.K. Scott, and I know we couldn't whisper around it till specialties There's always a bit of drama on it. And that's why I always say, like, don't, you know, when they say, oh, well, they've let go of this kicker, they have let go. Kicker is obviously more solidified, but they've let go of this punter, this long snapper holder. He's the only one in camp. Just remember they dropped both one year coming in, and it really annoyed Mason Crosby because it was like, I've got a new snapper, I've got a new holder. This is going to. I've
0: got to relearn this from start.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, and and gel with, with all of these guys. So, yeah. look, it seems like he's gone with the players that give him the best chance. Uh, running back, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill, Daryl, who's was kind of a standout. Dexter Williams is uh, yeah. gone. Patrick Taylor's gone. Yeah. Dexter Williams flashed in, in preseason, and he he looked like he was having a good time. But another
0: maybe foregone conclusion, you reckon? Yeah, I thought so. I mean, Kylan Hill has just been terrific. Like, yeah. Um, as a rookie comes in, he's just been... He's got... What's the thing about, I think what separates kylan hill from the rest is that he just has an unbelievable talent. Hmm. Uh, the other guys can go well for a couple of weeks this guy looks like the real deal so it kind of this this sort of setup uh, there's no surprises here for me. I feel sorry for the, the, the likes of taylor but you know he's he's big he'll be an he'll be a safe emergency option you know he he's there if we need him.
1: Yeah, and that's that's why I think it's been really good that uh, for people that they've let go, obviously there's some that they they didn't get back. Dexter Williams, for instance, I believe he's yeah, yeah. gone to the Giants, yeah, um, Giants with Josh yeah. Jackson. And as you say, uh, Patrick Taylor's on the practice squad. It's really nice. We have we've a nice little buffer there. Um, Kind of an intriguing thing for me, Aaron Jones is obviously good. Um, You know, he, do, do you want him on the field as much as they can? He's got great hands. AJ Dillon's been working on his hands. He's more of that third down, bruising back, fourth down, I guess, if you want to go with the stats. Kylan Hill um, You know, I think it was um, Matt Schneidman who, who went and was talking about, you know, AJ Dillon, he had that COVID year, he was still on the field for about 10% of the snaps, so... Sort of, you know, extrapolating that out, you'd look at Kylin Hill and say that he's not going to be a bit part player, but do you want to sit Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon at any point to give Kylin Hill a run? I don't think that's how they work it. I think he's in there for
0: yeah, I think so. I think some he's blocking. For
1: yeah. Role, yeah. yeah, and he's yeah. in there for some creative stuff. They'll use him when yeah. they can. And I mean, Aaron Jones got his chance when Ty Montgomery um, and Jamal Williams, I know I say this all the time, went down. So Kylin Hill, he seems like he's got, as you sort of say, he's got that bit of magic dust. He's got a bit of. Of buy to him. I mean, we looked at the other players, and I, I, think it was Dexter Williams or Patrick Taylor, four point eight charts per carry, which is super respectable in preseason, but yeah, yeah. preseason. Yeah. So it's um, preseason. Yeah. Talk to us about the, the wide receivers and tight ends. Then where's your where's your head at? Uh,
0: wide receiver was the, so that was the one that stood out. I mean, like looking at the six we have: MVS, mm. Adams, as you say, Lazard, Cobb, Malik Taylor, and then of course the, with the new guy, Amari Rogers. But that writes itself. That's last year. That's last year with a with an, an additional add on. Yeah. I feel sorry for ESB, all right. Um but the fact that Winfrey and Blair they're on practice squad, it's no real surprises there. ESB was the surprise. But this looks solid. This I think again, I mean let's face it, this is this is the bulk of, of what we saw last year. And adding in Amari Rodgers, can't see the problem here. This is these are gonna definitely contribute to the passing game. Adams is just amazing. Um so I suppose looking at that when I'm looking at those wide receivers and you're looking at what these are These are the weapons that Rodgers is going to use and it's the same he knows he can read these guys like a book they can read him that's just it's positive if you ask me
1: yeah I mean if you look at the top Devontae Adams unbelievable chemistry uh, best wide receiver in the league in our opinion MVS tip to have uh, he's apparently had an outstanding preseason for what that's worth yeah. we'll see when the lights come on um, I'm a big fan of his you're a big fan of his um, yeah. I'm not down on him at all I've supported him through all of his struggles even though he's, he's annoyed me me massively, because oh, yeah, you know, you that's
0: c- part of the fun to be honest. When after yeah. a game, when you kind of calm down, you go, Do you know what? It's all part of the fun, um, you know, you just stick it with him. Because the thing about it is, when he's good, he's brilliant, yeah, and that's the best thing about him. Again, it's the magic dust that's what you want from these guys, yeah, and you get it from him. The deep thread, I mean,
1: and Roger is bringing him, you know, all these stories. I, I don't really put a lot of stock into them, but bringing him to a bookstore. Like how clever. Um and yeah. you know, bringing him them and giving him the philosophy stuff and seeing how he's grown off the field and stuff. Yeah, Usually yeah. if you get into Rogers click and you gel with him a bit, you know, he's more likely to give you a look, Um, in my opinion. Um, Alan Lazard, again, fantastic, got injured, surprisingly, um, last year. Randall Cobb, nothing needs to be said there. Mary Rogers, no. Randall Cobb no. number two. I know disrespect to him, but he's gonna be seen as kind of an understudy there. It all fits the it fits the you know the way the Packers play now it's it's the dump offs yep. it's the safety valve stuff it's the 2-3 options it's you know and Randall Cobb I don't know if people forget just the most reliable hands in the NFL the guy's ridiculous yep. so if Amari uh, Murray Rodgers, someone that can rub off
0: Malik Taylor the only thing about Cobb well hmm. i say about Cobb is he's one of these guys he's almost like furniture at this point that people forget how bloody good he is And yeah. he d- I sometimes think he doesn't get um, the plaudits that steady deserves because he's just so rock steady and it's only when he's not there I think that you realise well oh, hang on a minute yeah sure look the workload this guy gets through
1: because look let's let's look at why uh, people are down on him right so he he skipped uh, different teams right so they go oh he wasn't even the best uh, receiver blah 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 on the texans or what did they say he's the third best wide receiver again it's it's for how the packers played him and how they will play him then you look at Jordy Nelson going down and Randall Cobb expected to step up Randall Cobb was never a Jordy Nelson and vice versa. They had very different roles. Now, he still did an admirable job. And when the two of them had, though, I think over a thousand yard seasons that time, and we were like, oh, this is it, you know, this is the the next, whatever. But they had their roles and they sort of played off each other. Cobb was great when Nelson was there. And, you know, Mm -hmm. Devontae Adams now is like just out of this world so Cobb should eat um, in this offence Malik Taylor he's not going to be expected to do a whole lot and I think that the, the depth that we have in the practice squad and the reason ESB made it over to like say Reggie Begleton is, is that Begleton is one of these stories like Jay Coomer where he's been around the league yes he has experience yes that seems like it matters but it's only when you sit uh, you know in an interview um and you're you're doing an interview and, and they tell you, Oh, you know, deflect the question to how you feel it should be asked. The minute you do that, the 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 employer knows, like, this guy hasn't got a rash as what he's talking about. So it's the same with yeah. Reggie Begelton and and the Kumaros and all this. Yes, they've been around, but you kinda know what you have in them, you know, and, and yeah. ESB obviously they don't want to give up on them just yet because of the injuries and everything else, and they think they might have something else on them. They'll keep them around. Whether that's sort of draft bias Daryl, I don't know. But um at least Jawan Winfrey, who had a really high ceiling as well, has been being kept around yeah, as well given the same thing looking for yeah, the Packers yeah, exactly. here's a talking point around tight ends like we know Tunyon I mean his numbers were ridiculous we know Mercedes Lewis is in there as a blocker Josiah Deguara high draft pick they're high on Dominique Daphne is really impressed they let go mm-hmm. of um, Bronson Kafusi, Jay Sternberger Daryl when you go down through this roster now we know Sternberger is he wasn't waived he, they're going to keep him on the reserve suspended yeah, yeah. List, so he doesn't hit against a roster spot which is why they can keep him around because it doesn't cost him anything because of the violation and um, with that, you know, substance of abuse policy or whatever. And there was that sort of backstory where he was uh, struggling with his mental health and everything else. But then we saw criticism come out, Daryl, about how he just doesn't seem to be stepping up or his practice habits aren't great. Um, So he can't be in the building um, until mid to late September. Um, And then the Packers... Around week three or so, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, so like they have the option to, you know, bring him on, which means dropping someone or waving him. Like,
0: where are we at now with this guy? I know. I don't know. And it's like, I wouldn't be surprised to see him back. Um because I actually like him, and I know there's an awful lot of this back and forth about his work ethic and that, but if even you're looking at him in a, a few uh games during the preseason, he actually looked pretty good. Yeah, he's annoying because it, like even when he got some very very limited playing time
1: in the regular seasons that he's been with the squad, you know, it was like, I think one of his stats was something like one catch for seven yards and a touchdown, you know, they just put him in there. I don't know. I just, when I look down through the roster and I see just the, you know, the depth that they need for injuries on the O-line, on the D-line, you know, we see um, Zadarius Smith injured and we don't really know what's going on with him inside linebacker. It's a pretty pivotal role. We see cornerbacks and we see some sort of really, um, like Jair Alexander, fantastic. Kevin King, we know what we have there. You know, he's either yeah, going to be yeah. dominant or he's going to make some real big mistakes. Eric Stokes, he's a rookie. Chandon Sullivan, uh, serviceable, very good. Shamar John Charles and Isaac Yadam, you look at these guys and you're thinking like, so new, like, to yeah. the whole system and it's a new system anyway and he's to gel with the players on top of that. When you look at Jay Sternberger and you go down through the other positions and see who did they let go to make space for him yeah, because to make space for him because really yeah. you look at tight end number five i mean what playing role is he really going to have i reckon the only reason for me that he makes the squad and even then i wouldn't be tacked on is if one of the other guys went down because if you look at yeah you know tunyan and lewis and then daguara was injured for most of last year daphne come on and did a fantastic job so they don't really did, yeah. it's kind of they don't bit, really need another one no but
0: that's i think and i think that i think we fit the nail on the head now i think that's the only reason i can think of that they don't want to they don't want to drop Sternberger in general, they're keeping him there, and I think they're just hedging it, just in case there's injuries, because we have been extremely lucky, yeah, um, with injuries. And then I mean, it's, it's probably we can talk about it later on in more detail. But if you look at this new buy system, and you know, obviously they've reduced, um, the number of preseason games you can get this season, mm. and they've given you an extra buy, and that can cause trouble, obviously, because during this week the NFL have told them, you know, you can't hold these boys in camp. You gotta let them go, um, and you see Lafleur come out and said, okay, but. You know, all these guys that have been vaccinated. That's great, but please, you know, still watch out, watch where you're going. Mm. Um, you know, don't be going around to large crowds and things like that. So this, we've been so lucky. If even you look at what happened to the Jets with injuries um, in the preseason. And again, this is all sport. This is every every sport. But yeah. we've been very lucky. I think the lads have done a great job in keeping the team together, uh, coherent. And no injuries yet, but that's not to say game game day starts. You could lose three and four players.
1: Yeah, so Look at Z Smith and, and look at Alan yep. Lazard last year. I mean, uh, yep. I think he hurt. A, what was it, a hamstring or something? Pulling up in the end yeah, zone, honey, kind yeah. of thing. You know. Yep. And so when you look at stuff like that, and you're like, and we no one knew he was injured until all of a sudden he was having surgery. I mean, I, I yep. think it was a couple of days later they were saying, "I'm like, what? Dude? Like, I don't even remember being pulled off." Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh no. Uh, hold on. Phrasing. Um. So. Um, offensive line, that kind of lends itself to, you know, and this sort of sensational stuff comes in. And it just goes to show, it's just, I actually sat back in my chair and it was like that moment that, of you know, George in the jungle, where he goes, this is the yeah. moment where we sit back and laugh and they just like, and they all sort of throw their head back where your man falls and poop. And um, this is that, I was watching that with the kids. It's amazing, by the way, it's still amazing. Um, So th- amazing. this is that sort of moment for me with the offensive line where they're like, oh my God, David Bactiari is, you know, he's on the pup list and all this. And you're like, oh yeah, of course he tore his yeah. ACL for God's sake we're yeah. nine months in
0: or what so what do you expect yeah.
1: what do you expect
0: him to be like just sitting on the sideline yeah I mean I'm good coach send me in yeah. coach it's so
1: ridiculous I mean and I know this thing of like oh he could be ready for week one massive massive mistake yeah. and why do you think all the talk of I just don't understand the surprise I kind of do for the like national media because Ian Rappaport's coming out and Adam Schefter's coming out and all these other lads are coming out going oh my god breaking news and you're like oh, and he was never ever going to play and in fact we had said on previous shows as did as, as were original with as is, I mean, everyone's been saying it. Is that Batory got injured at the end of last season? Usually, it's it's it yeah. depends. It's in twelve months at least. Sometimes it's eighteen months yeah. if it's slow but to heal. ACL, because,
0: an ACL. Yeah, I mean, you, you don't rush that one. He's going to miss at least six games, and that's absolute. Best.
1: Oh minimum. And that's why we were saying we don't even know if he's going to play next season, which no. was why when he signed the extension, we were like, Well, you know, you're extending him to lock him up now and he's injured and all this type of stuff. The thing is, i I kind of sort of said, All right, I'm gonna assume he's not gonna be back next season at all. If you do get him back, then to see him out on the field and to see sound bites and to see him, you know, training and, and getting some sort of physical work in, you were like, This is really promising. But like I was saying to a couple of people privately, they were like, oh, back to Ari Deadly. And I was like, no, no, he's way ahead of schedule yeah. in the sense that we've seen yeah. him out there, but yeah. he's not in he's any capacity. He's still way behind getting back. No yeah, well, but like it, good, yeah.
0: It's good for him. It's good for him personally just to keep his name out there. Yeah. Um, because he, let's face it, he is a bit of a club legend at this point. So can't do him any harm. As you say, makes international or makes national news because not everyone follows every other team. Obviously, we're guilty of it as well. So people go, oh, yeah, I know him. Oh, no, that's terrible. Mm. You know, but we, we've known this uh, for a while. But hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he keeps going and he, he gets there. But um, I'd be surprised to see him.
1: Yeah, because I even they're saying, gonna look, he's going to be eligible to come back, but he's not eligible to practice before then. So when yeah, he does practice, then he's only got a couple of days. And even for a legend like him, they didn't want to rush him in the first place. They're not going to do it this time around. We're not all naive that he's not getting some sort of reps yeah, in yeah. somewhere, you know, in the gym um, and getting nice and sharp. And he's the best left tackle in the game. So, you know, yeah. we don't need but to But this worry offensive
0: about line, It's deep. It's a deep offensive line. Yeah,
1: interest. it can be deep but also there's some stuff in it you look at it and you're like, God, you know, like for instance, the, here's how I feel, right? I feel like we've got some lads who are a bit green uh, in here, yep. green and gold, yeah, believe green and gold. Um, we get lads who are a bit green in here and there's always question marks and we had it with Lane Taylor. Uh, yep. We had it when the boys sitting and Lang went, um, uh, you know, and we had all the old guard in there but it always seems to work out so Elton Jenkins at left tackle Darrell and I know people are trying to put a dampener on that and sort of go oh well we don't know he's only took limited snaps I'll just say this now and we have I'm giving away his mini helmet actually in the September draw Um, it's Elton Jenkins it's like what Ferguson said about Tottenham lads Spurs, yeah, lads, it's, it's Spurs. Spurs. um So the offensive line: There are Elton Jenkins, Lucas Patrick, John Runyon Jr., uh, Josh Myers at center, Royce Newman, uh, who's selling carpets, uh, Billy Turner, yeah. Dennis Kelly, who is from, I believe, County Clare. Yeah, uh, Yo- uh, definitely. Josh Nyman. Nine- Don't, Don't look it up. Don't look it up. Josh Nyman, uh, not to be confused with um uh, Matt Schneidman's cousin, uh, who was Josh Nyman, who's Match. a different guy altogether. Right. And then Jake Hansen. Um, ben Braden was let go people were freaking yeah. out a bit he ends up on the practice squad so there's kind of a big who cares moment there Cole von Leyen um, who again was seen I was like oh you know that would have been a nice story he finds himself back in the practice squad so let's not freak out there either um, and then Coy Cronk who is obviously a character from a Disney movie um, Cronk yep. and Elma and in The Emperor's New Groove and then but we have I Jacob Capra who sounds more like I mean Capra Daryl that is, is, what, is that, it's either a martial art or it's some yeah. sort of kookaburra thing that lives in the jungle. Either way, he didn't make the squad. Or score.
0: chupacabra, do you remember that thing? Yeah, what was that again? It's like, it's like a, it's almost like a little Tasmanian devil type creature in Mexico. It's a myth.
1: Yeah, you see, that's
0: what I was anyway. thinking of. I mean, you can't make the team if you are a myth. But what I- here, what, what I've said about what I've said about the offensive line, and people keep banging on about this. They go, "Oh, it's versatile," and and I am going, "Well, versatility here is not good <laughs> because we want these guys to do." In other words, versatile means, in my view, when it comes to an offensive line, uh, confusion. So I want these guys to be very well drilled in the sense of, I don't want you to be versatile. I want you to do what you're told. I want you to follow the playbook. Um, And so there's a couple of green guys there and I think it'll take a while for that to gel initially. Um, Again, not because... Uh, they don't know what they're doing but because they're not used to playing with each other yet there's still a couple of guys in there that if they do get their game they won't have an awful lot of game time behind them
1: and uh, the defensive line always gets injured it always gets moved yeah.
0: around I think Elton
1: Jenkins is like the only player ever to play every position on the O-line in like in one season or I believe yeah. maybe one game I mean you know what it's
0: just it's absolute
1: beast yeah it gets uh, it gets it gets manky but look if Elton Jenkins can hold down the blind side uh, there's massive things being touted about Josh Myers at centre yeah um, Billy Turner is super reliable, and then we just have to depend on the other boys, um, to do their to do their bits. Um, defensive line again, like looking at it, there's no re- well, Jack Heflin's
0: a nice story, I guess. Yeah, and why is Dean Lowry still there? Jesus, Dean! <laughs> like the amount of people that were on top of Dean, like. And you know, when we're trying to get the, the roster down, poor old Dean was getting sacrificed left, right, and centre. Ah oh, yeah, we're going to cut him. Yeah, 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 yeah we'll save a load of money on yeah. him. I'm like, oh,
1: poor Dean. I think if you try. What's poor Lowry done? I think even before he was drafted, people were trying to cut him. I think he's one yeah, of those players. I for God's sake. Uh, Kenny Clark, uh, shocker. Uh, Dean Lowry, yeah. again, he's he, uh, part of the furniture. Uh, Kingsley, uh, he's shown real flashes. TJ Slayton is just a massive, massive human being. Um, Tyler yeah. Lancaster. Again, one of the guys like Kingsley Kiki, uh who's just kind of, you know, not not done anything particularly special, I guess, but has been around as a body. Um, and Jack yeah. Heflin as well, who I believe Daryl. Yeah, is probably second cousins, maybe, to us.
0: Yeah. Heflin. Close. Um yeah. Related. Close. Um the uh well what did it say then? So practice squad Willington Privilen, Who then got um, caught. no surprises there. <laughs> yeah. Who then got which
1: is amazing, you're going yeah. Yeah, like well done. he See landed ya. there and then he got waived in favour of uh yeah,
0: going, oh. long snapper Steven Virtel. Um so yeah, I mean And he then Anderson th- though, uh like him, because he's he's big, he could like if anything happened to Poor El uh, he's like a swap, straight swap, really.
1: Yeah, another big bodied guy. Um no shockers there. It just goes to show kind of our lack of depth, really, because yeah, you yeah, could true. look You could look at those, like even Jack Heflin, TJ Slayton, you're like, mm. you know, like we we really don't have Anton on them and, and see what oh, they're going to We do. say
0: this every year, like it's every year defensive line, oh, if we get injuries and look at Kenny Clark, mm. you're going, oh, no, what are we going to do again. again? What can we do? Uh, what will be interesting here again is to see what Joe does with these boys. I want to see how this works now. Yeah. Can you teach old dogs new tricks is the question here.
1: So as you say... Um, prevalent ended up on the practice squad, then got yeah. released. Oh, um, Abdullah Anderson there. And Carlo Kemp got cut, but he also yeah. has, he used to go back to Spando Ballet. Um, so there was yes. that. Outside linebackers, Cedarius Z- uh, oh. Z- uh, Smith, um, Preston Smith, Rashad oh, Gary. What's going on with Z? Jonathan what's happening, Garvin. Z? Yeah, I know. It seems to have lasted longer than anticipated yeah. with, with Z, which is a shame because, it, I mean, it was sort of like, oh my God, you know, everyone at full strength, the Preston brothers, and we have, you know, Rashad Gary, Um, but look, I, I, it's going to be a healthy uh, helping of, yeah. of Preston and Rashan, um, with help from Garvin, Chauncey Rivers, Darrell. Last chance, you. Did you ever watch any of that? I didn't. I have to confess. Nope. No. Nope. So I don't really didn't. know uh, what's going on there. Outside linebackers, Tipa, they put a um a, a phonical, is it a phonical guide, monical guide? Can we put that? Can we say that? Tipa, Tipu, Naleye. I was calling his name Galilee. I was kind of you know exactly that Um, so I was sort of saying that again he was sort of a shocker when he got caught because people you know he's looked really uh, lively Delonte Scott um, also but they brought back Teepa which I always said which makes it sound cooler there but it's because his second name is is pretty tricky Um, so they brought him back no surprises at outside linebacker inside linebacker Chris Barnes Devondre Campbell Oren Burks Ty Summers and Isaiah McDuffie um and who was let go was the John Harris and Ray Ray Wilburn, um but again Ray ends up back on the practice yeah, squad on the
0: P squad like there's
1: nothing we can say there is that? I mean outside linebacker inside nope. linebacker like nope. and the no there, surprises uh, doesn't look any that way t- shape or form doesn't look deep though I mean when you look at it nope. you're like mm, like it could be sensational but also we're one injury away from you know sticking yeah catastrophe as usual yeah, yeah. yeah. um cornerback uh,
0: any shockers there for you no. Nope this writes itself I'm, I'm sort of I'm delighted for them, but they've been and then Jean Charles but they, like let's face it these guys are brought in for this role so it's no real surprise that they're active you know yeah
1: well um, uh, Jair Alexander number one uh, Kevin King uh, will be sort of given a run by Eric Stokes I'd imagine um, King we yeah, you know his yeah. injury history Channon Sullivan serviceable Shamara Jean Charles to be honest, don't know. Isaac Yardim, uh straight swap for Josh Jackson uh, had the same fate as Josh Jackson did in Green Bay, but with the Giants instead. Shocker for me, uh, KB on Ento uh, that they let him go, but he ends up back in the practice squad. When they first cut him there, it was one of those gasp moments for me because um, I was like, dude, I really liked him. He looked really lively. Um, but so did go. I,
0: but it, it's the, but someone had to go, and I think I think to be honest, it was between Ento and John Charles. I think as to who got cut
1: yeah I'm kind of surprised though by Isaac Eidham well I don't know I I guess what they, they see what they see so being let go was KB and Stephen Denmark, who is a country, can't play. can't play football yeah, yeah, as a, a country. You can't can play football as no, a country. That's just silly. No.
0: You're not going to fit in the pitch.
1: No, no, that's You're, you're too silly. Big, Too big. Even Denmark is yeah, quite. You're small. too big. Even if you're the yeah. Vatican City, Darrell, I don't think you're getting the game. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you're still not. You're, no. you're just. You're a bit unwieldy. Yeah. Uh, man Faris uh, also Amazing. didn't uh, didn't make the team. So safeties: Adrian Amos, nothing surprising. Darnell Savage Jr., nothing surprising. Vernon Scott. Again, not surprising. Henry Black, mm, like Henry Black yeah. uh, and Vernon Scott, names that you see around, they show flashes, they make some plays. Uh, Innes Gaines was let go. Christian Uphoff was also let go. Innes Gaines lands back on the practice squad. So no harm, yeah. no foul. Well,
0: Uphoff, again, people were saying there was a bit of sort of a hoo-ha about Christian Uphoff. And mm. They were saying, oh, that's a bit of a surprise. And they're going, well, it isn't really because he had a woeful preseason, like finale there in the last game.
1: Yeah it's one of those guys again it's sort of one of those buzzy camp names that that people like to bang on about and if he made it you'd be like oh that makes sense and if he doesn't it's this shocker yeah you're going oh shock yeah Yeah, I don't really yeah I don't really know based off what Uh, kicker Mason Crosby they cut JJ Molson he ends up back in the practice squad um, people making a big song and a dance about that. JJ Molson, like he apparently he kicked the arse off the ball, kicked the yeah. Lee Hoodie off the Lee Hoodie. Um, yeah. uh, during camp, um, people making big things of it. Mason Crosby, look at his age. Um, and again, yeah. if he gets injured You're you're screwballed, also the fact that they let, um, JK Scott Darrell, they waved him let him go. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was
0: again that's I'll- the biggest surprise out of the whole lot for me. But then. Hmm is it but then is it general? are we reading too much same. into it are we reading too much into it and I think that's what we tend to do at this time of the season as well you read too much into it and go what are they thinking what's behind this Is there? what are they worried about you know
1: yeah like a punter it always, unfortunately, and this is bad if you're a punter, um, is kind of a who cares. But I uh, always show interest yeah. in it because I do believe that punters, especially with the directional punting and putting the ball down, uh, you know, close to the end zone and, you know, backing them up. And, the, you know, field position is everything. And you only see that when they have a muffed punt yeah. and you're kind of like, Jesus, yeah. we're giving them everything here or a crappy special teams play. You know, and I think that if you have a punter who's not getting it done um, and couple that with the rest
0: of special teams not stopping the kick or punt return it's even worse yeah. Um, so if you're no it is and it's, but as you say special teams is one of those things that no one cares about until it, it's not going well yeah and I mean look if if if, if J.K. Scott kicks at 21 yards that's bad but if they return it 40 yeah. yards after it's even
1: worse yeah, so you, you kind of want someone <laughs> that can put the ball down so they got a guy yeah, yeah. called uh, Bory Bojorquez uh, which is fun to say anti, um, spell. and so um, again I don't know if that's is that official yet Arl? have they actually announced it I don't know if they have um, I don't
0: think I don't know if they have I don't know if they have but it's all totally over it's, it's, a bit, a bit it's a little bit buzzy it's a little bit buzzy
1: Hunter Bradley as well as long snapper Um, again woeful snaps to say that that's his job <laughs> he's not great at it yeah it's like, come. Uh, yeah. it's like being a you know chocolate taster who's allergic to chocolate Um, so they're not doing the guy the disservice but again they, they have a guy in the practice squad as we said Um, defensive lineman Willington Prevellen uh, got dropped for the long snapper Steven Vettel he
0: got dropped because he's got two surnames you can't have a surname as a first name sorry no no it's a bad
1: idea it's always a bad idea don't um, do that no stop that um, so yeah we've brought in uh, that long snapper is it sort of a stepping stone to get on the on the squad maybe they have another chance to sort of take a look yeah, at him while he's on the practice really squad maybe yeah. um, Hunter Bradley I don't expect him to be uh, playing for the Packers week one no maybe he is I don't know um, I guess Mason Crosby might have a say now again maybe Aaron Rodgers is laughing into his four fingers of tequila right now thinking that a veteran player of his ilk would have any say but maybe and Crosby maybe will say listen lads maybe don't change my entire yeah, operation maybe,
0: maybe leave me something to work with here that I that I know that I can pronounce their names yeah. um, you know that I know who they are that I've met them but once or twice but
1: then before. maybe his rationale is is that you keep Hunter Bradley and I walk <laughs> I mean, maybe, the, yeah. maybe the opposite <laughs> is true um, and he's sort of like can we get a replacement here please uh, but J.K. Scott kind of a it's a surprise for people there, I guess because he was drafted and you know you don't typically see punters drafted
0: no that's it you no. don't see them drafted to be dropped like it's, it's just this Strange in a way you kind of feel sorry for him but it's the end of it it's the end of his era you know
1: yeah look he was you know and he had that whole gimmicky thing where like look how tall and skinny i am and look when i kick the ball i don't lift up the other foot and that's that's great and all <laughs> but i don't know how yeah, much it looks, helps you when you're muffing the punt looks fantastic for
0: the gram looks he yeah. probably just did it for the gram. he did it for the gram.
1: and also i i think what really was probably the the death knell was a the preseason because like, it's preseason you can't be yeah. making that mistake and the other one i don't know how much footage daryl i've put up over the years of him just making really ridiculous embarrassing you know i I wouldn't let me put it this way. I wouldn't imagine him jumping on a motorbike to go get jump cables because the way he he's tackling no. on the field was Well, pure shock.
0: He'd miss the motorbike, he'd just jump over it, he'd fall over it. it, You can always just, I always have the Benny Hill music in my head when (laughs) I watch him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and he's running away from people on the field.
0: Just falling over and, you know,
1: stuff like that. Yeah, no, I I mean, there was no Pat McAfee action. Now, I know, look, everyone sort of miffs on a tackle the odd time, but when you're the last line of defence, you have to be expected to do something. I mean, it's
0: like like a full back in rugby, you know, again, you're the last man standing, Mm. but you, Better make that tackle.
1: And anyway, I mean, what are we talking about? I mean, it's not as if we're going to be punting it all this season.
0: hey oh, let's. We won't be taking a punt on that. Oh,
1: one. so the practice oh. squad. I guess we'll just run Heyo. through by name. Uh, defensive lineman Abdullah Anderson, quarterback Kurt Benkert, wide receiver Chris Blair, guard Ben Brayden. Um, garter tackle Jacob Capra, uh, cornerback KB Nento, yay, uh, safety Innes Gaines, yay, linebacker Tipa, tight end Bronson Kafusi, yay, uh, kicker JJ Molson, boo, uh, well, I'm, on, I'm on Um, ah, no, guy, you no, know, no, don't ah, be worried, ah, JJ, yeah, be ah, come, on. Um, come on, um, I just love Mason, wide receiver Equinimius St. Brown, uh, running back Patrick Taylor. Uh, tackler guard Cole Van Lannan Lannan uh, Linebacker Ray Wilburn uh, Not to be confused With Ray Wilkinson Darrell, Or um, Ray Wilson Ray Wilkinson Do you know that guy There was one of them He was a uh wasn't he an assistant oh, yeah.
0: manager for United? Another one's an actor. They're both the same That's person. Right. Uh, listen, hang on a minute. Let's go back <laughs> go to Mason Crosby. Whoa. We've got it. Let's just make something very clear for the listeners oh, come here on. that we are usually very unbiased in our opinion. Are we, we always give a guy an even break? <laughs> yeah, sh- do we? And the <laughs> only player that we have uh, an absolute draw or love for, mm. regardless, is Mason Crosby. Yeah. So we will never ever say anything about Mason Crosby. Mm. That is bad. Yeah. Uh, even if he does bad things. Even if, if he did bad things, it's probably J.K. Scott's fault or. More likely Hunter Bradley. Yeah, uh, yeah. Even if he's not playing. Even oh, not yeah. Playing I mean, it's if it's football. if it's
1: a dodgy kick, it's like, oh, the snap is bad. And even if they, when I analyse them, <laughs> yeah. they're like, that's a textbook snap. You're like, not for Mason Crosby, wasn't
0: it? No, no, it's not. Obviously, it isn't. No. It obviously isn't because Mason Crosby didn't do a good job. Yeah.
1: Wide receiver, Jawan so. Winfrey. And that sort of wraps up. And then, of course, we have uh, long snapper, um, Stephen Wirtle. Do you know, uh, long snapper was the sequel, Daryl, to The Snapper, which... Nice. um you know, Sharton was it's also in a
0: very nice. It's also a people who um, know the Caribbean very well. A snapper is a very nice fish mm. to eat. Cool. <laughs> <You can
1: help>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, look, that that kind of wraps up the practice squad and the initial roster. And we would say, look, it's initial. Uh, there's always moves and shakes based on injuries and people brought in and people punted out and everything else. Uh, that's a reference to poor old J.K. Scott. I wonder will he land? With any, have you heard him land on anybody else? I haven't heard anything no. about him since.
0: I hope. I hope he does. Um, because i don't think he's done yet mm. but he's done with us
1: just like JK. just like the karma suture daryl it's all positional i mean when you look at this sort it of punting, positional. it's all about the position it's about it sort is. of where you put the ball hold on no this no I didn't expect the it's analogy to go this
0: far absolute oh. just very uh but, um <sighs> yeah, yeah so any other news well would you, the thing that's killing me at the minute is how long it's it is until game day mm. um this sort of new boy situation is good. Is it good or bad? I don't know. Um, I think it can only be good in the sense the boys have been training hard, obviously. It's been pretty intense with a couple of the new faces around. It'd be, It's actually nice to see them get a little bit of downtime mm. to, you know, just relax. Um, and because what I tend to find a lot of seasons is they train right up to the day of the game, which is obviously not a good idea. Um, and maybe they go in overcooked. I'm hoping they go in because is not going to be an easy game. What I will say is... Um, Big props to poor New Orleans, who got smashed again with Hurricane Ida, so the game's been moved. Yep. Um, So that, again, not good for New Orleans. Um, Probably helps us slightly, because it's it's an on-the-road game for us, but it's also now an on-the-road game um, for the Saints, so... Yeah, and look at those guys. Obviously, it's not easy. They they seem to get hammered all the time.
1: And look at our support. Uh, there's all those comparisons as when we go off into s- sunny climbs that uh, we end up sort of climbing back down the table. Yeah. But sure, you know, it, it's almost a home game for the Packers, really. But yeah, like... Yeah. I guess our hearts go out to the community around New the Orleans, not that they're listening. I hate when people do that, like, "Oh, big shout out to and the
0: guy's dead," you know. And it's like, um, yeah. stop shouting. I just want to say birthday. happy birthday to my niece who's yeah. two. Yeah. Um, she ain't reading this. And if she, she could read,
1: this. she'd probably unlike it and unfollow you. Yeah. You know. Let's face
0: it. Yeah. Just, let's face it. Stop. You know. But I mean? anyway, we do. I mean, it, just you get sick of poor people, but you know, from Katrina onwards, and every year they seem to get smashed by these things. And so, whilst football is not that important, um, you know, at the end of the day, just people out there mopping up their houses and. Uh, after all this but it, it, I think it will help and that this is not a home game for the Saints and it's certainly not a home game for us so it's, it's almost like two away games
1: yeah and I mean in a, in a way it kind of highlights the plight of the people in New Orleans probably puts a bit more of a spotlight on them because there is an event that was supposed to happen it didn't happen it's in yeah. the news across sports so it sort of reaches a different medium but it's kind of a, it's an important point you say there just about that 17 game season now when you look at the likes of Bakhtiari it makes a whole lot of sense especially if you're holding up in the first half of the season to keep him out for as long as he can. Because if you have yeah. a healthy David Bakhtiari going into the likes of the playoffs, and I know we're jumping ahead of ourselves, but that's the expectation here. And there always yep. is in
0: Green Bay. Well, we have to operate. We have to operate on that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, what's the point? Yeah,
1: so that's why you look at this practice squad and I think it's it's healthy. I think the balls that the Lee Hody, that, um, you know, Guddukunst has shown as well to cut the likes of, you know, J.K. Scott to risk, even though it's, it's small fry, really, you know, Kurt Benkertz and Ben Bradens and Innes Gaines and Cabianento and Ento and you know, these ESB, for for him to cut those players and sort of hope that not he can even sneak them on because some people, they don't care as, as yeah, much yeah, as we do about yeah. them. But, you know, for him to cut the players that he thinks he needs to, and I, I expect to see that kind of with Jay Sternberger when it comes as well, barring injuries. Yeah, or, I think so. Sort of something miraculous yeah. there. Or, you know what, and these things tend to have a chain reaction. I mean, if there's a bunch of injuries on a different... Um, position group and you know they can't bring back the players they want sometimes you can find different position groups kind of squeaking on because they can't find a person yeah. to fill the role for those ones anyway um, but yeah I guess that kind of wraps it up there no real surprises some people that got let go that were initially kind of like oh I don't know about that one Um, you know how does how is, it's more so how is this guy better than the guy that they let go they're kind of on yeah, par yeah. and the other guy probably had
0: more yeah. experience and again, in the that system that always again comes back to what we always say is that it's surprising to us because no matter how much tape you watch or that like, you're looking at you're only getting the tip of the iceberg here yeah. so obviously again it goes back to that point let's just assume for once again that they know what they're looking at and they know more than we do um i know it's shock horror how dare you? stuff but um how let's just hope that they've they've picked the right guys um but so far so good it looks good everything's calm again all that crap at the beginning of this summer has dissipated now and everyone loves each other again.
1: Yeah, this is what I like. I mean, when all of this stuff is set there's no real speculation about it. Um, no. you know, and people are just geared up to to enjoy the season. It's going to be great. Look, I'm working on the beatups. Um again, I don't want to organize anything I'm going to say at the, at the start of the season because I know schools are back and all this kind of good stuff and people are mingling more. I don't want cases to spike and for a meetup to be responsible in any way for anybody's poor health. Um so what I'm doing is I'm looking sort of, you know, a couple of games in to start the meetups. I'm still awaiting confirmation and the problem always is, every single year, is that the the bars and the sports bars and the pubs and clubs and everything else, they always tell me, Oh yeah, we're a go. And then they turn and then I say, just give me reassurance fee email or whatever. Can you definitely play the game on Game Pass? And they go, Oh well oh yeah, hold on though, but well, let's check with HQ. And then they do and then they say, no, we don't have the license or we do have the license, but we don't know yet if we can use it." blah, blah, blah. Right. So that's what I'm waiting on. Mm. Also, um, I released a sort of a hype video for the September draw that's drawing uh, this weekend. Um, again, there's a couple of outstanding messages that I've sent to someone on Patreon. So please do check your Patreon inbox if you've reached this far in the podcast. If you do want to get involved and uh, I've got a massive order in and um, hopefully trying to finalize that and I can do a March unboxing for more giveaway. So do get involved at patreon.com forward slash UK Packers. The way it works, the more people that join for the Patreon, the bigger and better and uh, more populous uh, the prizes are. Um, for the raffle giveaways because that's literally what it's all about my, my game, aim is and our aim is here at UK Packers to put signed merch in the hands of every single one of our patrons which means that we go to a patron and we track who has won what and we give away a guaranteed prize to someone who's been a patron for a while but hasn't won and you might sort of say oh well that's unfair well then you're just giving prizes then it's only one prize or two prizes and the normal draw goes ahead as normal it's just an additional bonus prize that's added on and also remember is that it's not as if like you have to wait to, for a prize to be given to someone who's become a patron a year ago i mean an awful lot of our patrons have won stuff over over time and um, so it's you know you'd be surprised how quickly that
0: it's just like millennial sports day everyone's a winner everyone's a
1: winner yeah prize bonds eventually you come out with something. um so that's from myself at steady nfl from himself at ljr O'Brien. you will be hearing two podcasts shortly also you can hear me on sunshine radio with ken Hardy and reggie cargan on a saturday morning and you got
0: nominated you guys yeah. got nominated. Got nominated. We F- talk about that for an Imro. We talk about that an Imro, there you and, go.
1: A, and that's that's like the biggest thing uh, in Ireland. And I would sort of say like, look, I would like to go around boasting and saying like, I've oh, got nominated for an Imro, but it actually is the contributors are sort of added in to that whole thing because I'm on every well, single. I saw league. your name on it. So I yeah, saw your name on my name, it. Name stuck there. Your name was there. So that's pretty good. So soon was
0: like that episode of Frasier mm-hmm. Then, um, so c- do we get to go to like a a big ball? I hope so. And am I invited? I Hope so. That-
1: and I have to do practice my face when we don't win. But I wonder, can can we introduce the podcast to Imro award winning? Podcast? Probably not.
0: Probably not. Oh, that'd be amazing. That would be cool.
1: Um, anyway, yeah, so it's a, it's a big honor. So we got nominated. So I'm not on tomorrow uh, or today or four days ago when you listen to this. Um, so there's a break in the run up to the sort of, you know, bye week in the middle because I'm kind of previewing games and I'm going to preview again. Yeah. So I'm going to be on the following week and I'm going to be there for the rest of the season. So do tune in. You can tune in on the app if you're somewhere outside of Ireland. Uh, it's Sunshine Radio. So just find that on the App Store. But anyway, that's it. So, oh,
0: hold the phone. Hang on, oh, hang on. Come on. Text in. Yep. Text in. Yep. Breaking news! Come on. Oh, the Bears! Yeah. Guess what? What? Guess what? What? They still suck.
1: Oh, yeah! well, that was close there for a while. I was wondering actually how that washed
0: out. I hadn't gotten I hadn't had any news for a while. There you go. There it is. There it is. Here,
1: here first. Talk to you next week.